Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Lots of ghosts and goblins out tonight. We got a fun show tonight scheduled for you, however. And, of course, we start the introductions. Welcome to the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Uh, Yes, that is uh, Justin, the host tonight, Jesus Herrera, (laughs) to you, sir. Yeah, TSS Fantasy, it's good to be here. Um, What you can do is you can hit that uh, notifications bell. Hit that subscribe button. We got a cool little trick-or-treat thing for you guys coming up on Halloween. It's a CJ2K football signed by the man himself. So get yourself subscribed to our channel so you can get something out of this you know, giveaway. Because, I mean, we're just giving stuff away. Why don't you take advantage of it, right? Am I right, Kamish? Tonight, Fantasy Jesus takes the wheel just for you, Jordan. And you are the captain now just for you, Nick. Welcome into the studio, Nick. You've got Flander Macaronis. Hey, welcome everybody. It is Halloween weekend. Uh, I got my Halloween decoration in the in the back. I got my Phillies on because I'm watching the game right right now. But I am excited to talk about this week. And if you're having a season like me, a horrible one at that, the best three days of the week during fanfall <laughs> season is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday because that way you have. You should have recovered by your horrible, crappy weekend of fantasy scoring. So don't be discouraged. You got plenty of time left. Way to bore everyone. (laughs) We appreciate it. Well, listen, we got a fantasy feud champion in the house. Let's welcome to the studio Jordan from Truth Serum Football, my friend. What the is judge, up? Jordan B. Thomas, I should say. Welcome in. 
That's Jordan C. Thomas. Court is adjourned. Uh, what is up, everybody? Glad to be back. Glad to uh, defend my title here tonight. And I actually get to stick around this evening. So uh, really excited to hang out with you dudes. We appreciate you being in. And we got a fun challenger in the building. Let's welcome into the studio Adam Hulse from Adam Hulse Sports. Welcome in, my brother. I'm happy to be here. First time. Uh, it's going to be great to win a belt on my first appearance. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Not so fast, my friend. Love the smack talk. Going to be a fun one tonight. I got the chainsaw parade walking by me. My apologies. I got to get running because we got a fun night tonight. And I don't want to hold you guys up. Good luck on the show, Justin. Good luck, my friend. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night. Let's do it. All right. Don't let the ghouls get you. Watch your back. Even when he's off, he's working. I was going to say, leave it to Commissioner Cooper to say two goodbyes and then give everybody else an intro and stick on the show. <laughs> he took both the lines. Goodbye. That's all you got to do. You know what? You, you were the captain now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't get to say it and do my little thing. But um, anyways, guys, it's going to be a good show. Um, already ready to go. Let's bust it open right away. Let's go right into the news. So, guys, the news was funneling in like it was the offseason. Like, we have just breaking news after breaking news after breaking news. I'm going to kick it around to you guys. We're going to start off with the obvious one. Kadarius Tony gets traded to the Chiefs for a third-round pick and a conditional second-round pick or sixth-round pick. I'm sorry. I'm going to kick this to Adam first. Adam, what is your reflection on this trade? Do you think it is what Twitter is pronouncing it to be, the second coming of Tyreek Hill? Or do you think that, you know, it's just going to be – another move in a loaded uh, wide receiver room already in Kansas City? Uh, definitely more the latter than the former. Calling him the second coming of Tyreek Hill is a little bit insane right now. I just think it's amazing how a guy gets traded from Daniel Jones to Patrick Mahomes, and all of a sudden he's not injured anymore. He's feeling great now, right? <laughs> it's funny how that happens. Yeah, I, I'm 100% with that. It's almost like the guy off of Friday, my neck, my back, and then boom, just out. Give him five bucks and he's gone, right? So <laughs> – same thing yeah. there. I agree. Yeah, definitely one could say he was more hamstrung by that offense than anything else. But <laughs> Adam. already getting it going. Nick, did you have any thoughts on the Tony trade? I just think he's going to be crappy over in Kansas City, too. Uh, again, there, there's nothing wrong with his body. It's all in his head. So once he gets his head straightened out, he's in the Michael Thomas type, uh, Antonio Brown type. Yeah, it's... It's all in his head. Um, so he gets traded this week. So logically, he's going to take about a week to integrate himself into the offense unless they say, just run go routes. Uh, and that's not his That's not his strength. I don't – maybe the Chiefs saw something, maybe to get him a spark to the title run. But I don't think he's a long-term solution. Well, with the bye uh, happening this week for the Chiefs, the good thing is he'll probably have about 10 days to really get integrated in that offense. And who knows? He might end up being somebody who's more like a screen guy than anything else right out the gates. So I, I could see him playing more of a Debo role in that offense. But we're going to move on. <laughs> Skinny Debo, that's it. Um, not a taller Tyreek and a skinnier Debo. Uh, we're going to move on to a couple of inquiries. So we've got Antonio Gibson, who is supposedly on the block, but Ron Rivera says he's not on the block. 
Um, what do you guys think if Antonio Gibson gets out of Washington, goes to maybe somewhere like the Bills or the Rams? Is he worth starting again? Um, I'll kick this one to uh, Jordan first. So for me, uh, anybody that goes to the Bills and or the Rams probably is worth immediately starting. Like those offenses are geared up for as soon as somebody comes in that has the talent, you plug them, you play them, they're fantasy starters. I don't think Antonio Gibson's going to be out of Washington. I think uh, he's kind of shown that he provides a pretty good one-two punch being the two to uh, Brian Robinson. I don't expect them to move on from him, but, you know, stranger stuff's happened for sure. Yeah, and, and that team seems to be, you know, Ron Rivera seems to be a very conservative coach all around, and that team seems to be very conservative all around. They just got a quarterback, and it was Carson Wentz. So that's about as conservative as it comes when it comes to quarterback moves. Um, Nick, I want to throw this one to you. Kareem Hunt possibly going to either the Bills or the Rams. I brought both those teams up again. Uh, looking like the Rams made a serious inquiry this week about Kareem Hunt. Do you are you interested in going and trading for Kareem Hunt if he gets traded to the Rams? It would be highly consideration, and then uh, what you got to take into in consideration is the high offer price. Because as soon as a, as soon as a, a player leaves one team and goes to a new new situation, everyone's going to be like, "How much? How much do you want him?" You know. So uh, I would definitely go up and grab him because uh, Kareem Hunt is a definitely uh, plug and play instant start. On any of their team, uh, just maybe uh, with the exception of maybe four or five teams, but definitely he. If if you put him behind those two lines, uh, you're looking at at least twelve points a game, minimum. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, let's see. So we have a plethora of injuries. Let's get to the main ones. Jamar Chase is out for four to six weeks right now. He was looking for a second opinion as of yesterday. It uh, looks like we're going to have Debo Samuel out this week. James Conner out this week. Zeke is out this week. Sorry to both you boys. I see All that. Good. I see that Cowboys flag in the back there. Pollard um, RB1, baby. Pollard RB1. Love All it. I, I feel like that's going to be a homer pick for both of you guys. Um, we got Michael Thomas. I, I mean, I've said it before. Never, we should really – we should really talk about Michael Thomas when he's in because that would actually be breaking news at this point. They, they should just <laughs> name this this injury list after Michael Thomas. <laughs> the Mike the Michael Thomas IR list. I like it. Uh, Chuba Hubbard after his big day is out. We're trending towards not seeing DKF, DK Metcalf on the field. Lazard has already been called out. And Devontae Adams doesn't look like he's going to be out, but he's had the flu all week long and has missed practice. So there's definitely something there to be, you know, watching for when you're setting your lineups on Sunday. I'm just going to kick it around to everybody. What are you most worried about? Uh, which player are you most worried about? And let's start off with Nick this time. Okay, just go through this one more time. Just give me, uh... so we, We've got Jamar Chase. we got Debo Samuel, James Conner, Zeke, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry. All right, I'm going to Ju- go with Jamar. I don't want you Jamar. to roll this. Jamar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jamar because he uh, he's a highly coveted player in, in almost anybody's lineup who, who has him as, as a share. As far as that offense goes, he sets the table. Now, with him being out, I'm excited personally because I have T. Higgins. And then any owner for um, any other receiver and even Joe Mixon on that team, especially now this week they're going up against Cleveland, who they can – 
you can run a Mack truck through their offensive line. They they are terrible, and they're not very good at, good against the pass. But uh, that's going to be a very huge detriment to anybody who has Jamar Chase on on their roster. Because usually, if you have a stud like Jamar Chase, you have maybe uh, second and third stringers as uh, you have R you have RW ones. I mean RW twos and threes. So because because you paid a lot of high fab dollar for Jamar Chase, so that's really going to set you behind the eight ball. Uh, I like that one. Um, Jordan, you know, just speaking on what he said about Chase, does this make Tyler Boyd a must start for you every week until Jamar Chase is back? Tyler Boyd is an absolute smash start. Uh, the Bengals have three wide receivers currently in the top 25. I think uh, throughout Jamar Chase's absence, when he comes back, I still think they're going to have three wide receivers in the top 25. You start up the top two options and whoever's playing running back for this team every week uh, from this point on in Cincinnati. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Love it. Love it. We're going to get a little fanfare shout out here. We got for, for life, our Raider story. Love you guys. How you doing? We're doing is, good. Is is that a documentary on um, uh, Henry Ruggs? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was wow. Uh, inappropriate and uncalled for. Wow. It, I don't know if too soon is even you know a thing anymore. Is is that too soon? It sounds like it would be a good documentary. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> a Raiders life for sure. Uh, TGIF for my boy Travis at True Serum Football. We got oh, Mike yeah. in the building. What are you kidding me? And then he says, Jason, get your phone out of your nostril. Bro, he was on a roller coaster and he thought he was showing the entire roller coaster. I just saw his shirt the entire time. <laughs> uh, and then finally, we got uh, the trenches, which both I believe Adam and Jordan are on, right? Yes. Yep. So the trenches giving a shout out if Gibson's available. I would think Carolina, the Jets, or Jacksonville might have pursued. Hmm, that's an interesting one. Jacksonville just shipped out their number two running back. Why would they yeah. want another one? I, well, I given his age that, and his injury history, I don't know if they would really want to go after him. I, I think Jacksonville and the Jets specifically are probably set for running back right now. I mean, yeah. it, Brees Hall's coming back. He's got that job. Jacksonville's got ETN. They're unleashing him. Um, Carolina, they're kind of in the rebuild. So I, I don't know. Maybe that one works. But I, I don't think Jacksonville or the Jets would be good fits for Gibson specifically. Yeah, they both seem to have figured out their running. Plus, uh, back the Jets just right now. Plus, uh, the Jets, 
they just got James Robinson. So why would they go out and get Gibson as well? Exactly. From Jacksonville, who has figured out that Etienne is their guy going forward. If, it, now, yeah. I, I would say if it was Gibson instead of James Robinson, that might have made some okay. sense as a rental. Uh, it, maybe that's where he was coming from. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. All right. Adam, I'm going to give you one. Um, who are you most worried about from that injury list? Just to finish this up. Well, I mean, just for rest of season in general, from those players you named, I'm a little bit worried about Debo Samuel. I mean, he hasn't been, you know, the same player this year that he was last year. I mean, you know, he's still effective on the field. He's just not doing crazy things like last year. His fantasy points have been way down. Obviously, they just brought in Christian McCaffrey, too. Um, That's obviously going to take targets probably away from everybody uh, Kittle's coming on, Ayuk's coming on. So I don't know, from a fantasy perspective, I'm definitely concerned about Debo Samuel right now. I feel you, Adam, as a 49ers fan. I know yeah. Debo has had hamstring issues his entire career. Yeah. So it is not a good sign for him. He'll probably be missing multiple weeks. Good thing they got a buy coming up. Well, but they might anyways, intentionally guys, lower his work a little bit. You know what I mean? To try to keep him healthy oh, down yeah. the stretch, they might, you know, intentionally take some targets away from him. And they've been told they've been doing that this entire season because, yeah. you know, like you said, getting Christian McCaffrey was totally a part of the plan to get yeah. lower uh, to lower his um, his output because they wanted him for the playoffs. You know, it's an interesting. Uh, concept Debo Samuel because everybody kind of saw it writing on the wall right he no way he was going to have eight rushing touchdowns again yeah Yeah. so now it just kind of solidifies it but guys let's get into our weekly breakdown you ready all right we're gonna start it off with the Denver and Jacksonville game. So I'm going to give you all of the statistics for um, Denver and Jacksonville as far as like uh, points per team um, for like each position group. So Denver is uh, number one against quarterbacks. They are number 13 against running backs. Um, Or actually, yeah, yeah. They're number 13 against running backs, number one against receivers, number 13 against tight ends as well. Jacksonville is 19th against quarterbacks, running backs, they're 25th, 15th against uh, wide receivers, tight end, they're ninth. And then we have little tidbits for this. So all time, it is seven and seven. And outside of week two, defenses have been top 12 against Denver's offense. Um, The Jags are also four and three in London, and both teams have suffered four losses in a row. So this one's going to you, Jordan. Tell me what you think about this game. Who do you think is going to be fantasy relevant? Fantasy relevant, uh, it, it's hard to find a lot of pieces in this matchup. I think you got a lot of fringe guys and a lot of bye week fillers. Um, I do really think the uh, Jerry Judy versus Darius Williams matchup in particular is pretty sexy. Uh, Williams uh, has been targeted more on the inside than any corner uh, in the NFL this season. Jerry Judy, I think, is going to eat him alive. I could see a lot of dinking and dunking to Judy um, and some big plays outside of that. Uh, Cortland 
Sutton's my boy. Adams a- Adams got him in the trenches. It just has not worked so far this year. Um, the Jags have shown they could be beaten, but and I'm, you probably have to start Cortland Sutton if you have him on your team. Um, but it, I'm not starting with confidence. Uh, one interesting play this week, I think, is Dorch. Um, that that kid's been tearing it up. Got the long hair, don't care. I love it. Um, I, I think he is definitely somebody who, um, or not Dorch, Dolchich. Sorry, Dolchich. I just realized I said it. Anyway, Dolchich. <laughs> yep. Uh, who and I think he's somebody who could get in the end zone. Probably fading Russell Wilson. On the Jaguar side, I uh, I'm starting. Trevor Lawrence is kind of a lower end QB one, high end QB two. Uh, Travis Etienne, I think, has a juicy matchup. Um, first in yards per touch. Denver allows the seventh most running back catches. No more James Robinson. I think there's a really good recipe for him to have a big fantasy day again. Love it, love it. I got a quick question for all three of you. Are you cutting Russell Wilson if he does terrible this week? If like he pulls on another, you know, dangerous. Denver game, are you done with him? Do you know how many leagues I've already dropped Russell Wilson in this season? I've been <laughs> done with him. He gone. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Bro, he's going to do great you? this week. Didn't you hear? He was doing high knees on the plane while everybody else was sleeping. He's going to hey, kill it this week. He's putting in that word, trying to be a good teammate. That's it. I'm pretty sure Bradley Chubb sacked him knowing that he was going to be leaving Denver this week. <laughs> uh, let's let's move on to our next game. It's going to be Carolina and Atlanta. I believe that is Nick's game. Yes. So Carolina against the quarterback is 12th against the running back 23rd wide receiver 21st tight end 12th uh, Atlanta on the other side is 31st against the quarterback. Ninth against the running back, 32nd against wide receivers, 27th against tight ends. Uh, Atlanta leads the series 34 to 20. Um, a little tidbit that I pulled for this one Marcus Mariota's only thrown 27 pass attempts in the past two games. That's nuts. Like, when you really think about it, like like Tebow numbers, that is that's that's Tebow numbers. That's, I mean, gosh. But, um, Nick, how do you look at this game going for both these teams that are just going to be looking to establish the run? Is it going to be our, is it going to be a snore fest of the week? Oh, it's got to be. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be low, it's going to be a low scoring. I'm going to say it's going to be like a 15 to 10 score. It's, it's going to be terrible. It's, it's going to be virtually unwatchable. Um, there's only a couple players that are really relevant in this, in this game at all. Uh, Foreman has got to be a starter. Okay. Right now uh, he's 29th ranked, but, but he's, his best finish was in week seven. He, he scored 14 points. Uh, He's got 155 rushing yards, no TDs yet, but that's because now we, we are CMC AD. So um, again, uh, I would start Foreman and, on else on Carolina, I would start DJ Moore. Now, the, re- the reason why DJ Moore is because he's significantly better bes- with anybody else, anybody else except number six. And uh, number six says right now he is embracing the quarter, the backup role, and he uh, he's he's willing to do anything to help this team win, in- including not be a Panther anymore. And I think the rest of Charlotte would would uh, be happy about that. Uh, so right now, DJ Moore's best finish was seventh. 
Uh, he, he only did it one time and he finished, uh, 12 points. He got 12.6 and he was in, um, double figures only twice. The other game was against the Giants in week two. As far as on the, uh, Falcon side, there's only really one player worth, worth playing and that, and he's a fringe at that is Marcus Mariota. Now that's only if you are in a two quarterback league. Okay. So, uh, Marcus, Mariota, I mean, he's he's doing surprisingly well for as terrible as he is, and we have alluded to it on our other shows. Um, it's his rushing. So he's at best. He was finished 19 against New Orleans, 18th at Tampa Bay, and 20, and he had 24 points against uh, San Francisco. So in a double quarterback uh, super flex, I would play him. Otherwise, stay away from anybody else in this game. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, Baker Mayfield might be preparing to be the backup for the rest of his life. Um, but, you know, as far as this Jaguars offense goes, you know, P.J. Walker did not have a bad week last week. Um, do you perceive possibility of him being a QB2 this week in a super flex if super desperation comes around? No. If, if you're down with Sam Ellinger and P.J. Walker, who are you going with? Uh, I'd probably go with Ellinger because, uh, of just of the surprise. And I, th- I think they got a better offense. That was my choice too. <laughs> That's how sad one of my leagues is. <laughs> wow. I, I, I am a Texas Longhorns fan and I am in no way, shape or form starting Sam Ellinger on any of my rosters. Not happening. I mean, you're no a six way. round draft point draft pick for a reason, right? It is, you know, it's not going to be, well, Tom Brady did it. Yeah, like like we got a bunch of Tom Brady's running around. Oh, uh, Giselle has a bunch of little Tom Brady's running around. But well, she might have some uh, little Antonio <laughs> Brown running around too. Oh, jeez, oh, jeez, Nick, talk about too soon. <laughs> um, what well, you know? Let's move on to the next game. Let's get Adam in this one. Um, Miami and Detroit. So Miami currently is 26th against the quarterback, 17th against the running back, 24th against the receivers, 20th against tight ends. On the other side, Detroit is just a hot mess. They're 28th against quarterback, 31st against running back, 18th surprisingly against wide receiver, and 28th against the tight end. The record right now is 7-5, to five, the Dolphins. Um Little tidbits in this one. Swift has practiced this week at full practice. And St. Brown, while still in co- concussion protocol, is trending towards playing this week. What is your take on this game? Well, I mean, if you have St. Brown and he plays, you obviously have to play him. Um, I don't feel great about him, but I'm definitely not leaving him on my bench in that situation. Um, I mean, look, this game has the highest point total of the week on the betting line. It's 51 and a half over under. They're expecting a lot of points. I am as well. I'm starting just about everybody in this one. Love the Dolphins. Love everybody on the Dolphins. Um, I have two as a top 10 quarterback this week. I have, you know, Tyreek and Waddle as WR1 and WR6 this week. Um, Mostert for me is a borderline RB1 this week. I mean, you know, the Lions are the only team in the league allowing more than 30 points per game. Their defense is awful. They're terrible against the run and terrible against the pass. So I'm firing up all my Dolphins this week. And I mean, even the Lions have a shot to definitely put up some points. The last time Jared Goff 
played at home in a favorable matchup. He finished QB4 when he faced the Seahawks. So in the right matchup, Goff can put up big numbers, which means good things for all the skill position players. So lots of scoring here. Fire them all up. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Indeed, indeed. And Commissioner Cooper is obviously not getting scared enough because he is still shrieking out America's team. Jason, nobody (laughs) cares about Jimmy Johnson's second favorite team. It's America's team, the (laughs) Dallas Cowboys, well represented tonight, right, Adam? That's right. All day, baby. There you go. There you go. Dak is back. Never thought I'd hear that and want to say yes, hallelujah. Um (laughs) So we got Jordan up with the Dallas Cowboys. Adam, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were a Cowboys fan. I would have made you guys rock, paper, scissors for this one. Hold on, wait a minute. I guess the question, is that by choice or or did y'all lose a bet? It was by birth. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Always. Always. I mean, I'm a Longhorns fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a Mavericks fan, a Rangers fan. It's been a rough sports life. I I just got to say that that would, you know, that's me right there. Just rough. (laughs) <laughs> I love the sarcasm there. It's been a rough sports life. <laughs> it has, man. It has. My team sucks. Yeah, I mean a Knicks it's... fan, man. Oh, yeah. Why would hey, you do that to yourself right there? Yeah. <laughs> How can you go from a Cowboys fan to being a Knicks fan? Like, don't you like championships? <laughs> That's what well, he's got the Yankees for. I am a Yankees fan also. I'm born in Texas, grew up in New Jersey. So I got a little bit of Texas, a little bit of New York. So before we move uh, on, I thought the rule was if, Lakers, if you're a Cowboys right? fan, yeah, yeah. you're a Lakers fan, and then a Yankees fan, and then you don't give two turds about hockey. So, and Alabama and Duke. Oh, right, oh, right. Cool, sorry, We're front right. running all the way, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's probably a Duke lacrosse fan, too. Duke lacrosse. Um, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I, I think Duke's good at lacrosse, right? I don't know. Yeah, um, Sounds good. There you go. Um, so we got Chicago at Dallas, Jordan. Chicago so we've Dallas. got Chicago is uh, seventh best against the quarterback, and that's not by choice because the running game has been so good against Chicago. 27th against the running backs. Wide receivers, they're fourth best against. Tight ends, they're also fourth. Dallas on the other side, quite impressive. QB, they're fifth. Running back, they're third. Wide receiver, 15th, and tight end, 6th. So what say you about this? Um, Also, the all-time record is 13-12, to so it's pretty damn close. 
So uh, what I have to say about this is is all of those Chicago stats were were nice, but uh, all of those Chicago stats included Robert Quinn, who is no longer on that team. Uh, I think Dallas is going to have a field day against this defense, and I think more importantly, this Dallas defense is going to have a field day against Justin Fields. Uh, Fields leads all passers and sacks taken. Offensive line allows pressure on 33.5% of snaps, most in the league, and Dallas is averaging 46 seven sacks a game you guys can do that math um my big start in this week or my starts in this week are pretty much all on the dallas side i'm fading most of the bears i think you got to dial up money and i think there are some certain circumstances where you might even start herbert this week but uh not starting either of those guys and looking for a ton of points from them more emergency situation especially for herbert uh on the cowboys side of the ball you start everybody give me that give me cd give me tony Pollard probably am not uh, rolling out Michael Gallup, not rolling out Dalton Schultz. I think uh, I, I think Dallas has some options at the tight end for a, for the first time in a long time. There's multiple pieces there. Uh, Tony Pollard's my smash of the week. One career game without Ezekiel Elliott, running back one during that time, week 15 of 2020. Um, there hadn't been any active running backs on this Cowboys roster all year outside of Zeke and outside of Pollard. So whoever ends up getting a call up, I don't really expect them to take the ball. So I am smashing Tony Pollard this week. I think he's a top five RB. I like that. I like that a lot. As somebody who has a lot of Tony Pollard and has just been waiting for this day to come, I enjoy that take. Um, Let's move on to the Penn State battle. And who better to do it than the Penn Flanders himself? We got Philadelphia. We got Pittsburgh. Nick doesn't know which flag to tear down right now because he's got them both hanging up in his house. No, I don't. I, I, I don't have any tear down in my house. <laughs> yeah, you got nothing but a haunted house in the background and the moon. <laughs> uh, so for the quarterback for the Eagles, they are second against quarterbacks, twentieth against running backs, tenth against receivers, eighth against tight ends. For the quarterbacks on the other side for Pittsburgh, they are 24th, 14th against running back, wide receiver they're 31st, and 15th against tight ends. This battle is pretty lopsided. The Eagles are winning at 47-29, and there's three ties. What say you about the Penn State battle? Okay, well, uh, it's not a battle if one team is good. So <laughs> let's uh, so let's just start start there. So again. My official team is the birds. So I'm going to just put that elephant out of its misery. All right. So, uh, as my, my expert analysis would be for the Eagles, uh, if you have an Eagle, start them. Okay. Start them. All right. So Jalen Hurts has had four top four finishes this season. Uh, he's fifth in for week eight. Miles Sanders, uh, his, his point range is, Four to twenty-six points. All right, so he's a mixed bag depending on who's who's playing. His game high was twenty-seven points against Jacksonville. Against this team, against this run defense, start him because the Eagles have the number one offensive line in the league. All right, and uh, for also for instance, um, Lance Johnson is starting this week, so so that's a big plus. Uh, and as far as the Pittsburgh def- defensive line, they. They have only 12 sacks, so they're not getting to the quarterback. And they're still, they're still 
two and seven without uh, uh, TJ Watt. All right. So again, and then AJ Brown, start him. The Steelers are 30th against the pass. Start him. Devonta Smith, start him. TJ, I'm um, TJ. Dallas Goddard, start him. Uh, there's only one guy on Pittsburgh that I would start, and it's only for uh, PPR, and that's and that's Deontay Johnson because he gets monster target volume. Other than that, anybody else on that Steelers offense, I would not start. I would not start Najee Harris. I would not start Fryermuth. Nobody. And last year, uh, Claypool had a monster game against uh, Philly. But that's because he had the secret weapon. He had the superpower. He had Big Ben. This year, he's got Kenny Pickett. So, again, he's going to live up to his name, and the Eagles are going to pick it out of the sky. So, Philly, big time. Yeah, it's kind of a, you know, obviously being a quarterback and having pick in your name does not really give you much of a, a good start for your career. And he's already off to a rough start. I'm surprised you didn't say another guy with pick in his name, George Pickens, because he's been a very solid wide receiver too, ever since joining up with Kenny Pickett. I mean, Pickett this might not true. be good, but Pickens has been seeing the, the at least lion share as far as fantasy points of that wide receiver core with Kenny I had mistakenly omitted him. I I do apologize for the Kenny Pickett, um, for the George Pickens fans. He will be a stud. Get him on your dynasty roster now, today, today, today. All right, guys. Well, we are going to have some fun today, and we are going to get this going because it's challenger versus champ. They're going to get in the trenches, call, and we're going to do oh. some fancy. <laughs> Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> All right, fellas. So I know Jordan knows the rules, but I'm just going to give it to you, Adam, real quick. Um, so if you get one right, don't just keep on shouting out answers. We're going to give you a correct answer buzzer, and then you're going to have the board. Um and don't just shout out answers because you might give your opponent the answers. That's kind of happened to Jordan before. <laughs> Isn't that how he won? Isn't that how he won last time? Wow. I, I think that's how he won run around last time, yeah. Wow. So uh, just wow. a few tips for Adam. And let's get this thing going, guys. So our first question is, we had five running backs all tie for the lead last week with two red zone targets. Name all five of them. Well, give me one of them to start off with. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Did you say targets? Specifically red, targets? Red zone targets, yep. Austin Eckler? Never a badge. Jordan, you have the board. Josh Jacobs. Ooh. 
Damn, I That's thought that strike. one was on there for sure. That guy just stayed in the end zone last week. Um, from Andre Stevenson. <laughs> Commissioner Cooper's questions are way easier. Um, <laughs> These are Commissioner Cooper's questions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Damian Pierce. Oh, hell no. When you said Damian Pierce, I was just like, I got to give him this one, bro. Damian Pierce does not catch the ball enough to have two red zone targets. Man, I don't know. You would think you would think uh, Josh Jacobs would be in there. That one's tough. Yeah, I thought that was going to be there too. Um, Adam, here's your chance. You can steal it. He left four guys on the board for you. Easy I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Wow. 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 I was confident in that one. Yeah, I thought you had that one for sure. Yeah. I I mean, you named all guys that should have gotten red zone targets. But (laughs) you guys that did. Keyword is should have. Raheem Mostert, Naheem Hines, and Dontrell Hilliard. Wow. If you don't know, now you know. (laughs) I already forgot. Obviously, none of those guys are on your waiver priorities. Um, So we're going to get into some Halloween ones here. So according to CandyStore.com, these five answers are your top most popular Halloween candy. Take me to the candy shop. Candy corn. (laughs) Candy corn. Oh, man. Damn. I'm going to go with Reese's. And you are correct. Trust me, Jordan, I was surprised by this list. I was. How is right, let's candy go with... corn not on it? Sorry. Because candy corn is the worst candy ever created. Wait, Who wants candy corn? It, it, is, candy. <laughs> it is the only candy for Halloween. It's like Easter eggs for Easter. Yeah. <laughs> candy corn is the candy you... You throw out the doors that, that give it to you and run away. <laughs> you do it that on Halloween is, true, is the important part. Uh, all right, Adam, the board is yours. All right, I'm going to go with M&M's. <laughs> Figuring it out. Zero strikes on the board. You've got three left. How about Kit Kat? Ooh. All right. Not on Halloween. Okay. Not breaking, breaking off, off any Kit Kat bars. Kit Anytime but Halloween. Let's go with Snickers. Decent choice. But wrong. Oh, man. We're going in the wrong direction now. We're going the wrong way. Going just the right Two direction. St- Two strikes, and you got three answers left. All right, I'm going to move away from chocolate, and let's go with Skittles. 
He went beast mode with that one. I did. Uh, I knew you were going to do hey, that. Look, I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's all. All right. Let's uh, see. All right. Hmm. Two more. Hmm. You know, I'm not feeling great about this answer, but I'm going to go with Hershey Kisses. Not feeling good about it, though. What? I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that show. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, it wasn't consecutively in a row, but you did say three wrong answers. (laughs) Three out of four. Three out of four wrong. All right, Jordan. Hershey's was definitely my answer. Uh, so, so Hail Mary here, Three Musketeers. Whoa, that is a Hail Mary. And it's all right. I love it. I love it. We're going into round three and we're one to one, baby. Mono, we mono. How it should be. All Can right, I give him a hint? Can... You didn't say oh, the answers. We didn't finish it off. I'm sorry. Yeah, so do you want to do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? It's okay. Uh, this one is a chocolatey, peanut buttery, good, delicious. He already said Reese's. He did. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, okay. You- this one, this one is a, <laughs> this one's a hot one. Don't think too much about it. Just Big just red. say the first thing you would. <laughs> <laughs> red red hots? <laughs> I love not red, red hots. <laughs> like like atomic fireballs. Hot tamales. Really? Yeah. Wow. Really? That's, that's, that's on there. And candy that's tough, corn is it that's tough tamales for you, but yeah, it's actually hot tamales. <laughs> All right, you gonna tell them the other one? Uh the other one was really weird. Starburst, yeah. number four. Starburst. Oh. Yeah. Good answer. Starburst Good anymore. Answer. Does anybody ever eat Starburst? I, My wife I feel like more Starburst. so than hot tamales. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's, why was, that's why hot tamales was number five and this was number four. Who who exactly was interviewed for this list? Because I've, I've got some questions <laughs> about these people. Yeah. It was like Charlie Day got interviewed for every one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's get back to the, the football questions. Um, so la- another last week uh, question. It's tight end red zone targets. Who led the league in tight end red zone targets last week? Travis Kelsey. George Kittle. Uh, yes. On National Tight End Day? Yes, he did. George Kittle was number three with two. All right, Adam, you got the board. Zach Ertz. Mm. Mr. Ertz only had two targets last week, period. Or a two. Zach Ertz is incorrect. Yeah. You can thank DeAndre Hopkins for that. Wait, it was right or wrong? (laughs) Well, it was wrong, but. But he gave you the Man, check. The pump that fake. Was cold. Yeah. That yeah. Was cold, Justin. Damn. It was cold. That was Damn. cold. I, I, <laughs> I don't feel bad at all either. 
All right, so one strike. You got one right. You've got four on the board. What about Mike Gazicki? Ooh, the commission's favorite tight end. Um, Mike Gazicki was number four, sir. Number four. Okay. Um. Hmm. Dalton Schultz. What about Hayden Hurst? Stop it. Get some help. No Hayden Hurst. Maybe this week, though. Maybe this week. Yeah, maybe this week. All right, Brevin. All right, Jordan. All right, Jordan. So Fresh is on. Looking. No Fresh Google machines. Tight in red zone targets last red week. Red zone tar- Are you Googling this? <laughs> answer right here. Tight in red zone targets last so week. So he got uh, – so so the answers – Kittle and Gusecki, number three and four. Three and four. Working yep. for one, two, and five. No pressure. Jawad Johnson – Jesus, money. Number two, Jawan Johnson, number two. Yep. Two red zone targets, two touchdowns. Hell yeah. Number one was Gerald Everett. Ah. And number five, I gave away and nobody listened by accident. It was Brevin Jordan. <laughs> I said, all right, Brevin, and I meant to say Jordan, but Brevin came out. <laughs> I was wondering who the hell Brevin was, so that, that makes a lot of sense. Well, he was he was a number uh, five on this list. That's who that was. Name we hadn't heard of in a long time. Okay, guys, are you ready for one of those crazy, kooky, Halloween-centered um, questions that Kamish got offline so the it's probably not really accurate at all because whoever did it is probably a putz. My answer is already hot tamales. <laughs> you don't want to do that. You you really you really want to rescind that answer. So we got the top seven Halloween movies according to imbd.com. Seven answers on the board, guys. Halloween. Halloween. Halloween what? Halloween What's movies. What's the question? Top seven um, Halloween, Halloween movies. The, ho- the Halloween franchise. Halloween. The movie Halloween. Boom. How could you not have a list without Michael Myers? Friday the 13th. Man. Surprisingly I- incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Again, surprisingly incorrect. You're hitting all the classics, but it's just not. Like my I said, wife, it's would, my wife, 
would nail this because she's like a horror movie freak. I am not. Um, the Ring. No rings for you this evening, sir. Surprisingly, not on this list. <laughs> so we've got six movies on there for you, Adam. And so I'm going to move a little bit away from classic horror, and I'm going to say Hocus Pocus. My God. Adam was focused because he picked Hocus Pocus. Number two was Halloween. Number three, Nightmare Before Christmas. That is a classic. Jordan went all horror. Okay. Uh, Surprisingly, this is a family list. Number four, Halloween Town. Number five, that's a spinoff of um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Number five is Trick or Treat. Number six is the Adams Family. And number seven is the man you say his name three times. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. All right. Yep. Not a bad list, even though I don't know what Halloween Town or Trick or Treat is. So I think they're children's movies. Mm. Feels about right. Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie, too? It could either be a Christmas movie or. Or it can be a Halloween movie. Just like I'm going to stand by, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That's fair enough. It happens during the Christmas time. It takes place at a Christmas party. It's a Christmas movie. All right, guys. Back to the football stuff. Um, The last question is... Good luck, Adam. (laughs) This is for all of it. This is for all of it. This This is it. All the marbles right here. Right, Nick? We're 2-2? Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Two, two. All right. Game, game seven. 2-2. Two, two. Here we go. Here we go. Top five quarterback. Oh, okay, so, so the most red zone attempts by a quarterback last week. He has five Jackson. answers on the boards. Did you say? Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Got it. Um, Kyler Murray. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> that breaks my heart, Jordan. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> That's a hard question. Yeah, it is. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Geno Smith. I kind of don't want to more quarterbacks, guys. I yeah. kind of don't want to get this one right. I figure I, I figure whoever misses this is going to win this question. Um, <laughs> PJ Walker. No. Did we understand this this question? Correctly? Okay, let me let me repeat it again. Okay. The top six answers on the board. Most. Red zone attempts last week by a quarterback. Joe Burrow. Joe. What? Any current? Yeah. How is that? Andy, Andy Dalton? At number five, Andy Dalton with seven. You guys didn't mishear the question. The answers just suck. <laughs> so I have a feeling my uh, my championship's about to be stripped from me by old Adam over here, but I'm going to give it a go. Um, Daniel Jones. Oh, we're not that bad. <laughs> no, he Daniel. had enough time in the red zone. <laughs> Jimmy Danny Gar- Dimes. Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh. Jimmy G Money, number one with nine. So you got three on the board. One strike. Trevor Lawrence. Whoa. Trevor Lawrence with six. Number six with seven. All right. What you got left? Tom Brady? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That was rude of me. No, he's not on the list. Justin Herbert. Oh, now we're getting to the elite quarterbacks. Second with nine. You got two left. Two left. You need numbers three and four. I have no idea. Um, Taylor Heineke. Oh, Taylor Heineke. Where'd you pull that one from? (laughs) Number three. I'm just trying to think of really not great quarterbacks because that seems to be like this whole list. Um, he pulled a Taylor Heineke out of his Heine and came in at number three with eight. He's got one left. Number four. <laughs> you pulled a corny joke left. out of the quarterback. <laughs> oh, I got I got a plethora of corny jokes, my friend. Plethora. <laughs> the word of the day. Plethora. <laughs> All right, Jordan. You got one left, man. Justin Fields. Oh, 
So close. That's the first time I've seen the Vader clip. I love it. That's the first time you've ever seen that? On on the show, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, on the show. Right. Okay, cool. Good luck. All right, Adam. Adam. You've got one on the board, and you can steal the entire board and dethrone Jordan with this one answer. And then he'll and then he'll mail you those little belts. Cruiserweight championship of the world. We got a do or die answer here. And I am going to go with Dak Prescott. Oh. Oh, hell no. Was it Derek Carr? Because that was my other pick. It was not Derek Carr. It was even worse. It was was way worse. worse. Davis Mills. Oh. Wow. All right. Well, you know I didn't what that's a shitty Jordan. enough quarterback, I guess. This was at least five times as hard as either of the other times I've done this. This was this was brutal, man. That you earned tough. this one, George. I don't even think if it's I don't think it's even fair to give Adam this award. I don't think it's even fair. Give I mean, it to him. But- I got it. Give it to him, baby. Don't worry, Adam. You know, this comes out of a place of love. But (laughs) we have something we always want to send home with our losers. Yeah, play it. (laughs) Dumbass. Thank me. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. All right. So now that that marathon is over, we are going to hear a quick word from our boy Bandy on his flex picks of the week. Oh, man. Captain Jack Sparrow, and I'm here with Bandy's Flex Start of the Week. Let us get into it, shall we? First of all, Marquise Goodwin. Over there in Seattle, looking great, mate. I'll tell you what, two touchdowns. DK Metcalf is hurt. Marquise Goodwin is in there. A backflip at the end of the game. Show me more money. Second on my list. Khalil Herbert. Herbert, the Bears are finally figuring out that he is the man to do things in that backfield. They have figured it out. Have you? Third. We've got to talk about my mate. Naheem Hines. Now, I know we've all been fooled by him before. However, Samuel Ellinger is coming in. And I believe that Frank Wright is going to work that boy, start Naheem Hines, this 
week. Guys, thank you so much. Now, my accent may be terrible, but my fantasy advice is legit. Why not take a shot? It's a pirate's life for me. Savvy. When they ask was, why is the rum gone, it's because Bandy's drinking it all. That was <laughs> phenomenal. That was disturbing, man. It's too close to bedtime for that. <laughs> I just love the little pirate jingle in the background. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're back to breaking it down after that marathon of a family feud. Um, let's get to it. Let's go with Arizona at Minnesota. So surprisingly, you know, this is Jordan's game, but I found out that freaking Arizona hasn't won in Minnesota since 1977. That is nuts. Wow. That is nuts. And here's an even bigger one for you. The Cardinals were once the St. Louis Cardinals, right? And Chicago. moving. And Chicago, yeah. And Phoenix, too, before they were Arizona, technically. Ever since they've moved to Arizona slash Phoenix, they are 17 and three. The Minnesota Vikings are against the Cardinals. Huh. That's called ownership. That is called owning a team right there. Um, this game, I'll break it down real quick. Arizona is 27th against the quarterback, ninth against the running back, wide receiver, they're ninth as well, tight end, 31st. Minnesota is 19th against the quarterback, 17th against the running back, 17th against the wide receiver, and 25th against the tight end. Jordan, give us some quick advice about this game, who you start and who you sit in. Super chalky game. Start DeAndre Hopkins was first overall in usage last week, 14 targets on only 26 routes run. Uh, he is an absolute smash wide receiver one. Got to dial up uh, Kyler on the Minnesota uh, on the Minnesota side. Uh, you're starting Kirk Cousins. You're starting Dalvin Cook. You're starting Justin Jefferson. You start your chalky plays in this game. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, let's get on to Las Vegas at New Orleans. Uh, Las Vegas is currently 32nd against the quarterback, 13th against the running back, 25th against wide receivers, uh, 30th against tight ends. New Orleans on the other side, 21st against quarterback and running back, 28th against the wide receivers, 3rd against tight ends. That's a surprising one. Um, this one's going to Nick. This, a little narrative behind it, Dennis Allen, the Saints uh, coach is the guy who picked Derek Carr. Derek Carr says he has a lot of like, you know, great, you know, feelings for Dennis Allen in the sense that, you know, he respects him. He always says like, thank you for entrusting me with the team and everything. Do you see this as a Dennis Allen revenge game right now? The Raiders are seven, six and one against the Saints. Uh, Andy Dalton will be starting and there is no Michael Thomas. What are you looking at in this game, Nick? Who are you starting? Uh, who is starting? Well, first of all, Dennis Allen was a terrible hire. I said it from the beginning of the season. How do you expect to win when you hire a guy who's 8-28? and 28? And it appears to be that that Carr was a major contributor of that. But no, I'm, I'm not going to sl- slam Carr. Because, they only played four games together. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll t- tell you what. Uh Dennis Allen is a terrible coach. 
Uh, right now, uh, so is uh, McDaniel. Okay, the the Raiders are are not doing well. Their their receivers are injured. This is going to be a run game. Okay, because uh, Derek Carr has only one top ten finish this year uh, against Tennessee, where he got twenty points. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Um, Devonte Adams, he's he's been non-existent this year. Uh, everyone had high hopes for him, myself included, and he got ghosted. And if you drafted him, you got ghosted. Um, Darren Waller is terrible this year. You got ghosted by him. He's thirty second in his last in his first two games. He finished eighth and he finished second in his last two games. He finished thirty eighth and thirty fifth. You can't play him. The only guy you can play on the Las Vegas Raiders is Josh Jacobs because he finished number one twice this year. In his last three games, he's finished first, fifth, and first with 29, 25, and 33. This man is on a roll. They did not give him his contract, his extension, and he is a little PO'd about it, and he's going to do something about it. So the only player on this Las Vegas Raiders team worth starting is Josh Jacobs. As far as, as New Orleans, you can't trust their quarterback. Even though it's weird, it's weird to say that the Saints are better with Alvin Kamara. I mean, not Alvin Kamara. They're better with Andy Dalton than they are with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is now healthy, and they said, take a seat. All right? So you, you got the red rocket at quarterback for the Saints. Alvin Kamara is basically the only guy you can start on this team with confidence. And I'm going to tell tell you why right now. Uh, he's he's got this game. His game high is is 17, and Las Vegas is terrible against against the the run. They are they are way knee deep in the 20s. Chris Olave, you can you can start him. He's a little dicey because uh, he's coming off off an injury. But he's only the healthy receiver that the Saints got. Uh, we talked about it at the top of the show. We only talk about Michael Thomas when he's healthy. And that's never. All right. So right now, uh, Chris Olave right now is number 14th ranked. And he's had a top 10 finish one time in week eight. Uh, he had a 14.7. And you can throw against the Raiders because, because their DBs are terrible. And the other guy, Mr. Mystery of all time, is Taysom Hill. All right, Taysom Hill, surprisingly, at a tight end, he's had three top uh, top five finishes. But it's all because he's ran the ball. He's He still has one one reception for two yards. Um, he In week 13, he had 14 points. Week, uh, week five, he was a top finisher. He had 34 points. And week seven, he was the ninth finisher at um, – excuse me, he had number fourth finisher with nine points. So – uh, you know, we are in Vegas, right? And if you're a gambling person, you're going to gamble on Taysom Hill because you don't know if, if, if he's going to boom or, or if he's going to bust. So the only guys I can say start with confidence in this game are the running backs with Kamara 
and Jacobs, mainly Jacobs. Well, we are in New Orleans, and I will just say this, Nick, we got to get you a wrap it up box because or a glass of water or something, man, because you went hard in the paint there. You got to take a sip or something. Um. <laughs> I'm here to inform. I'm doing my job. And we love it. We love it, Nick. We love it. Um, so let's move on to our next game. It's going to be the Giants and the Seahawks. Uh, quarterbacks for the Giants are they're 13th against the quarterback, 16th against the running back, third against the wide receiver, 21st against the tight end. Seattle on the other side, 22nd against the quarterback, 28th against the running back. Wide receivers, they're sixth against. Um, and tight ends, they are dead last. All-time record, the Giants are 10-9 and nine against Seattle. This is one that I pulled real quick. They are 2-1 and one against Pete Carroll in Seattle. Seattle is notoriously a bad area for teams to play, kind of like Arrowhead. The noise just messes with them. Something about the Giants, no matter how shitty they are, they seem to go in there and have success. Jordan, this is passed to you. Tell me who's going to be good in this game. So first of all, I think the uh, uh, New York Giants are the most disrespected five and one team or six and whatever they are now I, I have ever seen. Uh, they are uh, the underdog yet again. I get it; it's at Seattle. They've been playing good, but I think the G-Men sneak this one out. Uh, you smash Saquon Barkley. I'm not reinventing the wheel by telling you different there. Daniel Jones, quarterback eleven on the season. He's borderline uh, every week. Start had his big blow up game last week. Currently has more rushing yards on the season than Najee Harris uh, has five game winning drives no other team has three Daniel Jones comeback season is very real so I'm dialing him up uh, and I'm a notorious I'm notorious for hating the Giants so this is not easy for me to say um, on the other side of the ball the Seattle Seahawks you got to start Geno Godmo, Geno Smith, uh, crushing it week in and week out. Uh, Kenneth Walker, first in broken tackles, first in rush yards, second in usage uh, this season since he has started playing. Uh, ran 13 routes last week, season high. Top five smash running back the rest of the way for me. Um, Giants rush these 30th in the league. You can run on them all day. And then I'm dialing up Tyler Lockett. I'm dialing up Will Disley. Um, I'm playing everybody I can against this New York Giants team. I think this is going to be a shootout by the end of the day. Awesome. Awesome. I like that. You know, disrespect. I, I completely understand that. For me, I felt like this New York Giants had 2020 um, or 2019 Carolina Panthers feel to it, where they were that undefeated team that everybody's like, nah, they're really not that good. But they have proven me wrong. They have played some good teams and played them well, especially on defense. Didn't um, beat Dallas, it, though. Didn't beat Dallas. Didn't beat Dallas. And they've got a big game against Dallas and two big games against Philly coming up. So we'll see what happens in that NFC East. Adam, I'm going to go to you for New England and the Jets. So the quarterback for New England, they're 19th against the quarterback, 7th against running backs, 12th against receivers, 22nd against tight ends. The Jets are 10th against quarterbacks, 11th against running backs, 14th against wide receivers, and 16th against the tight end. Talk about a double New York story, a New York state of mind. The Jets and the Giants are rejoicing right now. The Pats have an all-time record of 71 and 54 and one against the Jets. Um, the Pats have absolutely dominated them. 12 wins in a row. The last time the Jets won was 2015. Oh, and you know that guy, Mac Jones? Yeah, he's so-called the starter right now. 
We'll see how long that lasts. Give but Adam, tell me. <laughs> well, I hey, mean, this time. obviously, a lot of those recent wins and that long streak, a lot of that had to do with Tom Brady being there for so long and the Patriots dominating for so long. This is not Tom Brady's Patriots. I do not believe in this Patriot offense at all. I mean, if you have Ramondre Stevenson, you're starting him, of course. I'm not starting Damian Harris. I mean, you know, there's worse people, you know, that, you know, like he's not the worst choice, but like I'm avoiding him if I can. Don't even really like Jacoby Myers in this one because I do believe in the Jets defense and I think Sauce Gardner is absolutely legit. Uh, so from Patriots side, I, you know, again, it's really just Ramondre for me. And it's kind of the same story for me on the Jets side. I mean, Garrett Wilson's done nothing since Zach Wilson has returned. Uh, you know, like the one like matchup you kind of want to take advantage of fantasy wise when you're playing the Patriots is the tight end. But what happened to Tyler Conklin? Everybody's all excited about him the first part of the season. He's also completely disappeared pretty much. Um, so for me, it's just Michael Carter, just from a volume standpoint. Um, I don't see James Robinson playing this week. And even if he does play, he's not going to do too much. This will probably be the biggest workload Michael Carter gets all season long. Uh, so if you have him, you're playing him. Ramondre, you're playing him. But that's pretty much it for me uh, for this game. For sure. Yeah, definitely Garrett Wilson and Tyler Conklin are missing Joe Flacco in his 45 attempts a game. Um, yep. But, yeah, I think this will definitely be, um, you know, it'll be an interesting divisional game. It was our big game Wednesday. Uh, Two teams we didn't really expect to be where they are right now and doing well. So, Nick, I'm going to bump it to you for Washington and Indianapolis. Um, QB Washington is 25th against the QB, 23rd against the running back, 26th against the wide receiver, 4th against the tight end. Indy is 14th right now against quarterbacks, 21st against running backs, second against receivers, and 23rd against tight ends. Indy holds a 21 to 12 record over Washington and are rolling with four straight wins. Uh, the Colts are against the Commanders. Uh, what say you about this game? Who are you starting? Who are you sitting? Okay, I'm only going to highlight four players, and I'm not going to get all in the paint with it this time. Uh, on on Washington side, the guy you're going to play with the most confidence is is Brian Johnson. I I think this is going to be a heavy ground game. Now, uh, his best finish, uh, well, this year, this season, he's ranked 28th this week. Anyway, I'm sorry, excuse, excuse me. And his best finish is 20th, where he had 12 points. This is going to be a heavy run game because you're not going to trust uh, Heineke to throw the ball too much. So that's going to hurt Terry McLaurin. But uh, last week, he had um, a top eight finish with 13 points. Uh, Indy is – they're pretty decent against the pass, but, but, they're, not, but they're not terrible either. So, so play him with, with caution. You're going to start um, Taylor, even though he's had a disappointing season. Uh, he's, he's only had one top ten finish – this year where he came in sixth and he scored 23 and, and a half points, albeit he has, he's been injured. But again, this, this running game, uh, is not getting off the ground. This O line is not that good. And Frank Reich might not finish the season. And now they're going to roll in, um, Ellinger, who, as we alluded to earlier, he's a six round pick. So with that being said, Pittman and Pierce. I have Michael Pittman. I'm personally, I'm benching him this week because I don't know what to expect. I'm not expecting much out of a sixth round pick. Uh, he's not that accurate. Ellinger is not. So I don't know what, 
what you're going to get out of Pittman. Uh, if you need uh, PPR, passing uh, volume, target receptions, I would go for Alec Pierce. I like that. I like that. Um, so I'm going to talk about the SF-LA game for obvious reasons. I'm an SF mark. Um, quarterback, they're San Francisco's 11th against quarterback, second against running back, 19th against wide receiver, and ninth against tight end. The Rams are ninth against quarterback, fifth against running back, 21st against wide receiver, and first against tight end. Um, last time this happened, the tight end for the Rams, uh, Tyler Higby, took absolute control, had 10 receptions, 79 yards. For this game, I think I'm starting the same people I started last time. That's Cooper Cup and Higby on the Rams side. I'm going with the 49ers. I'll put up CMC. Um I'll put up George Kittle. Low-end flex, you can put in Brandon Ayuk. The quarterbacks for me are no-goes in this one. Uh, last last time that the 49ers played them, and they were at full strength, and this is the, the fullest of strength you're going to get of the past two weeks for the 49ers line. They sacked them seven times. Stafford is statuesque in there. He's getting beat up. This offensive line is putrid at this point. It doesn't look like a Super Bowl championship offensive line. And I think they're just going to make his life miserable. And on the other side, Garoppolo, while he's been playing good, I don't think it's going to it's gonna last. And this is one of those games, divisional games, they always play uh, – you always play your division rivals tough. I'm looking at Jimmy Garoppolo as somebody I would, in a pinch, start as a super flex QB2. But in QB1 leagues, I'm going nowhere near him in this week. Um and, you know, we got two more games, but I do want to lighten the mood just a little bit. So let's do our Homer picks of the week. Once I get to it. <laughs> All right, so I'll let Nick start off first. Who is your homer pick of the week? My homer pick of the week is Devonta Smith. I think he's going to have a big game this week, given that terrible uh, Pittsburgh pass defense. And I say he goes off for 16 points this week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Nice, nice. I like it. Goes off. A hundred yards and a touchdown. Give me some. Nice, nice. Jordan, how about you? So, I, my boy Adam, I know he's repping the Cowboys Nation too, so I'm, I'm going to save the layup for him. 
give me that Dallas defense against Justin Herbert. Micah Parsons is going to be all over him all day. If you're in a league that rewards you for sack points, get ready for Dallas to put a 20 spot in at the defensive side of the ball. I, I love the matchup. This is the softest offense they play all year. Just ask my buddy, Travis Sumter. Oh, he's saying you're worse than the Lions, bro. You're worse than the oh, Lions without the Lions Swift and Brown. Yeah, great offense. Without Swift and Brown, though, they did not have Way a Way better than the Bears, still. <laughs> Adam, you're a fellow Cowboys fan. Who are you doping about this week? I mean, Pollard is obviously the easy choice. That's what Jordan just set me up for on that one. I agree with him. I have Pollard as a possible top five running back this week as well. The Bears' defense has been pretty good against the pass. They are awful against the run, bottom five against the run. They give up a lot of big plays in the rushing game too, which is kind of Pollard's specialty, those big chunk plays. Big week from Pollard this week. As Jordan mentioned before, there's nobody to challenge him for touches either. They really don't have another guy behind Pollard. So it's just all in on Pollard this week before the bye week. Rest him up and it'll, you know, be right back to business as usual. Like I said before, I got Pollard in so many leagues just waiting for this moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like over here like, Zeke, just take three weeks off. Go to Cancun, buddy. Rest up. Let Tony Pollard go in there and tear shit up. Let's I'm just throwing this out there in the uh, in the trenches league. Neither uh, trenches league. Neither Adam or I can get Tony Pollard off the guy that has him, Nick, who pronounces his name as Tony Pollard, and that Pollard. drives me nuts. <laughs> he doesn't Adam, deserve him. He doesn't deserve him. He doesn't. <laughs> Tony Pollard. <laughs> Tony Pollard. <laughs> that is amazing, and you're never going to get him if he goes off this week. <laughs> well, my dope homer pick of the week is going to be George Kittle. We saw him in the first game. He was just a blocker, and I don't think that's a thing anymore. I think that with Trent Williams back, I know Mike McGlinchey is, I don't know, he's he's the closest thing to a zombie I've ever seen. Like, you can get by this man by just, you know, walking around him. But from what I've seen in the past couple weeks, George Kittle is going to be a monster this week. They need somebody. Debo is out. The Debo spike game is out the window. So now it's time for George Kittle to prove what he's worth, prove he's making that much money, and show why I said this man was going to be tight end one this year. That that take is not doing very well, but <laughs> you know, hopefully he could have one of those big games and get himself back on track for that. So George Kittle, you are my dope pick of the week. All right, so now we're back to the breakdowns. We've got two more. All right, and I messed this up because I put them both on Adam. So I'm only going to put one on Adam, and then I'm going to spin the Monday night game to everybody. So Adam. Tell me about Tennessee and Houston. I will give you the stats real quick. Um, Tennessee and Houston. Tennessee is currently 28th against quarterbacks. RB is their first against running backs, which is weird. Uh, wide receivers, they are 30th against them. Tight ends, they are 28th against them. Houston is 8th against the quarterback. They are dead last against the running back. 13th against receivers. 17th against tight ends. The Titans own the series 22 to 18. And ever since Deshaun Watson has left, Houston has lost three or four to Tennessee. So, what do you say about this Tennessee Houston matchup? Who do you like? 
I mean, I'm really going to go out on a limb here and say I'm starting Derrick Henry this week. Um, you know, no surprise there, obviously. Yeah. Um, he's my RB one this week. I mean, you know, like you've used the word own a couple of times, but like the way Derrick Henry has absolutely owned the Texans recently over 200 yards in each of his last three consecutive games, seven touchdowns combined across those three games too. So all in on Derrick Henry RB one this week, obviously I'm not starting anybody else from the Titans. Um, I feel like Robert Woods should be doing more than he is. I mean, he's uh, he's only eclipsed 40 yards once all season. Uh, he's pretty much been a non-factor. So Derrick Henry is my only play from the Titans. On the Texans, I mean, I kind of want to fade Pierce this week because the Titans' run D has been very good. As you said before, they are number one against running backs. It is hard to leave a guy like Pierce on the bench, though. I do like Brandon Cooks this week, though. Might be and- traded. Elio is giving you guys a shout out here, a Pollard Smash Week. Love Damn right, it, boy. Damn right. And guys, I actually there's a question for you guys. You know, how do you guys feel? I mean, about Chase not being put on the IR. It's it's kind of one of those situations where you know he's looking for a second opinion. Are are we are the Bengals thinking it's not as much as it is? And for fantasy teams, you're really kind of effing us because we could have used that IR spot to go get somebody. For me, I agree. You are definitely effing us on the IR spot. Um, I it, it kind of makes me nervous because if, if I'm Cincinnati, I've got the weapons. I've got all the weapons I need in this offense. Man, sit the hell down, get rested up, take care of it, come back healthy. My concern is he comes back too fast and something else happens to him. Thousand percent, thousand percent. Um, yeah. So we'll move on to the final game. It is Green Bay at Buffalo. The two, it's the the old lion and the young lion coming together. Green Bay right now against the quarterback is third. Against the running back, they're 25th. Against wide receivers, they're fifth. And against tight ends, they're second. Buffalo is sixth against the quarterback, fourth against the running back. Wide receiver, they're eighth against wide receivers and sixth against tight ends. I think that's the only team that has – a full-on stat line through every defense or through every position, their defense ranks in the top 10. That is crazy. And they were injured for a long period of time, too. They're secondary. Still are. Up. Yeah. Um, all-time, Bills are 8-5. and five. Here's a stat for you. The Pack have never won a game in Orchard Park. Never. 0-6. 0-6. Craziness. And the Bills, after a bye week under Sean McDermott, 5-0. and so right now the Bills are eleven point favorite. Do you want any part of that action? First off, that's the first question for everybody, and then second is going to be who do you want to start? I'm going to take that as nobody wants any part of that action. Well, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I can never take the Packers in this spot. Um, it's not really a line I want to lay with the Bills either. If I had to pick a side, I'd rather lay with the Bills than take them with the Packers in this spot. Uh, for Fantasy-wise, I mean, I think it's pretty simple. You play all of your Bills, and you pretty much sit all your Packers this week. I mean, everybody talks about Josh Allen, like, as they should. But, I mean, this Bills defense is legit. That's nothing new. They've been legit for about four or five years now. They finished in the top three against the pass in three of the last four seasons. Um, And, you know, 
again, anybody on the Packers, I'm pretty much sitting. A.J. Dillon's basically become an afterthought, under yeah. 10 touches in two of his last three games. Romeo Dalbs looked very promising in the start, and he probably is for the long term, but he's basically gone quiet lately. He's gone six six zero for point totals in the last three weeks. So, again, start your Bills, bench your Packers. I, I agree 100%. I especially like Devin Singletary. He saw a season-high 88% of uh, snaps the last time we saw him. Uh, the Packers ranked 26 against the run, allowing the second-most rushing yards a season. So I think Singletary is an absolute smash. One thing, and I don't think it's this week, but one thing I think is key to monitor from these Green Bay Packers who are clearly struggling, Aaron Rodgers said this week, guys who are making too many mistakes – Shouldn't be playing. Yeah. Got to start cutting some reps. Maybe guys who aren't playing, maybe give them a chance. To me, that translates into, Dobbs, you had your chance. You're fumbling it. It might be time to see what Christian Watson brings to the table. Does that include himself? Oh, of course not. This is Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm just million saying. million-dollar man. Come on, though. <laughs> And I mean, if you think about it, they have cut his snaps a little bit. Jordan Love was playing just a couple weeks ago. I saw it with my own eyes. It really happened. <laughs> if we really want this season to go into flux, let's start Jordan Love and let's see what happens. Just let's go, man. Can't get any um, worse. Do you yes, imagine if seriously. something happened early to Rodgers and then Jordan Love went the comeback against the Bills? My head might oh my actually God. explode. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. That might be the single greatest comeback of all time. Just because of the comeback story of Jordan Love mixed with the comeback. Um, but, yeah, I completely agree with you guys. And, Jordan, I agree with you. I love David Singletary as a DFS play. He is going to be rock solid. If you don't want to spend up on your Derrick Henrys, even though he's going to dominate and you want to spend up on a receiver, go with Devin Singletary. He's probably going to be in that low 6,000 mark right there. Um But anyways, as we're talking about DFS, you know what time it is, guys. It's time for the ultimate DFS. All right. It's time for the ultimate DFS. I, I was hoping you were going to bring out like the title belts and hang them over and be like, I, I tried, it, got, it got hung on my mic stand. So I, I just didn't want to look like an idiot. So, but thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> oh, you know it, Jordan, you know it. Uh, we're going to start off with Adam, our guest. We're going to have you tell us about your ultimate DFS lineup. All right. Well, I mean, I went pretty heavy at the top. I went with Jalen Hurts against the Steelers. The Steelers have been miserable defensively in every area. I thought it was a good week to use Jalen Hurts. Great potential to be the QB one this week. I'm also spending up for Derrick Henry. I talked before three week, uh, three games in a row, over 200 yards against the Texans. The Texans are worse against the run this year than they've been. Big day for Henry. Obviously, I got my boy Tony Pollard in there. Me and Jordan talked up Tony Pollard a lot during this show. I'm sticking with him here. I've got Jalen Waddle. I said I like just about everybody on the Dolphins this week. I think it's a high-scoring game for the Dolphins. I want a piece of it, so I chose Waddle there. DJ Moore had his best game of the season last week. I don't think it's a coincidence that the first week they got rid of McCaffrey, all of a sudden DJ Moore is involved again. He might be kind of the focal point of this offense a little bit now. I'm going to stick with him at a pretty cheap price. And then I went with Marquise Goodwin with my third receiver with DK Metcalf out. 
Goodwin already got a little bit more involved last week, catching those two touchdowns. I think Bandy actually mentioned Marquise Goodwin in his three flex plays. So we did agree on that one. I went with Foreman in the flex. He had a real solid game last week. No Chuba Hubbard this week either. Um, so I think Foreman could get even more work this week than he did last week. Hopefully he does something with that. Chris Myrick, I'm going way bargain on my tight end here. The Seahawks are the worst in the NFL against tight ends. Uh, Daniel Bellinger is out. He's having eye surgery, I believe. I believe it's Chris Myrick who's going to take over that starting position. This is obviously a dart throw, but at that price, he allowed me to pay up for people like Hertz and like Henry in this lineup. Defense always the last thing I do. I go with, you know, one that I like with what's available. The commanders are playing against Sam Ellinger. That could be a day where they do something here. They have gotten five or more sacks in two of their last three games. So I think commanders defense are a good value play this week. Yeah, I really like that. And the Chris Myrick one, that seems like the type of guy to get, you know, one reception for one yard and a touchdown. That seems like that's the perfect play right there for and him. that with you half a million dollars. Hey, there maybe. you go. <laughs> right, dark, bro. <laughs> bro, that dark. Just send him a thank you afterwards, right? Oh, I will. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Tell us about your ultimate DFS lineups. Oh, yeah. So, uh... I decided not to I, I tried really not to go as chalky up top. I feel like the the um Jalen Hurts and Josh Allens are just such obvious plays this week. So I went Geno Smith. I saved a couple bucks there. Um ultimately looked to get him in on a stack. Didn't really like Tyler Lockett's price. So I went Will Disley there, hoping that they can connect one uh in the end zone. Uh running back, smash Tony Pollard. I think that's a real chalky choice, but I think he has, you know, top five upside this week Miles Sanders is one I hate the guy because he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles but all he does is perform 70% of the Eagles backfield touches 7th in red zone usage Steelers allow ninth most running back points um, Philly ranks first in run plays per game there's a mile worth of statistics there Miles Sanders was another smash for me this week I paid up at the wide receiver position this week. Uh, I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to have absolutely have their way with the Cardinals. Uh, Chris Olave, it doesn't matter whether you got the red rifle. It doesn't matter if you got famous Jameis. That guy just produces. My dart throw of the week is Garrett Wilson. Um, With Brees Hall going down, I think there's a really good chance he gets a little bit more uh, targets. He gets a little bit more of the focal point of this offense. And my flex, I was going with Brandon Ayuk. Did that before the Debo news. Now that the Debo news is here, I like it even better as he has absolutely become the wide receiver one in San Francisco. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. 
Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 100%. I love it. Um, and we also have a little bit of chiming in. Adam destroyed that. Good job, Adam. I agree. Armchair Athletics approves it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go, Nick. It's your turn. Let's get it. Your ultimate DFS starts of the week. Okay, my ultimate DFS starts of the week uh, were picked because they were all in green and they were all 26 or below. So I got Joe Burrow playing against the Cleveland Browns who are going to play like their uniform color, brown. All right, so he had 7200 bucks. Then I got Brian Johnson Jr. coming at 5600 playing against the Indianapolis Colts. And I picked the running back from America's other team, Raheem Mostert, at 5,900. Then as far as receivers, I went with Amon St. Brown. Can't go wrong with him. Brandon Cooks, this could be his last game in Houston. So I'm going to go with him for 5,900 bucks. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. Devonta Smith goes off big time this week against Pittsburgh. 16 points at 6,300 bucks. My flex, I picked Paris Campbell because last week Paris Campbell led the Colts in, in receptions and targets. And I think he's, he's going to be a dump off again this season. Uh, this week rather. Zuckert's always reliable at 5,100 bucks against Minnesota. And I got the Commanders coming in at 2,600 bucks against the hapless. Indianapolis ponies. Nice, nice. And the trenches, of course. Good job, Jordan. Good job. I then we got a boy, Zach, coming in what's saying, up, what's Zach? up, guys? What's up, Zach? Hello, Zachary. He, he's watching because he's waiting on a phone call, 100%. <laughs> nice. All right. Am I finishing up this ultimate DFS lineup? I'm going to put Tua in at $6,200 because Tua and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle against Detroit just sounds too juicy to me. I think that's going to be an air raid. And if the and if the Lions can actually put up a fight, that means that Tua stays on the field longer. Love it. Kenneth Walker, I'm just going to ride that train, man. Keep going with Kenneth Walker. Uh, New York Giants. I don't care what it is. There's nobody who's stopping this guy right now. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with 6,500 Kenneth Walker, easy money. Raheem Mostert is the second part of my Dolphin stack. America, uh, Jimmy Johnson's second favorite team. America's second favorite team. Raheem Mostert, 5,900. You gotta love it. The Dolphin or the Lions just suck everywhere right now on defense, and that should really lead to a lot of Raheem Mostert touches, whether it's targets or carries. Devontae Adams, uh, before I found out he had the flu, um, regardless, I think he's going to play. And if he plays, there's no Marshawn Lattimore on the other side. And the Saints have just been absolutely terrible without Lattimore covering the number one guy. Um, You know, DeAndre Hopkins had 14 targets the other day. You know, I think he had, what, like nine receptions and 99 yards. Mm -hmm. He, he He went nuts. And then George Pickens, he's been, you know, very good with Kenny Pickett. And at 4,700, that's, you know, if I can get 12 to 15 points out of him, I'm loving every second of that. 
Jalen Waddle is the third part of my America's second team stack. And uh, at 6,700, I think he's the cheaper option between him and Tyreek Hill, and they both have that big game potential. I want Marquise Goodwin just like Adam did because, you know, there's an opening now, you know, DK Metcalf is looking like he's going to miss some time. If not just this game, it's just going to open up some touches for Marquise Goodwin. And I 49er fan. I remember signing him because he was a deep threat and the good old days of that. And I think that, you know, he's got a couple more of those games left in him going with him at 4,400. Friar is my guy. Um, you know, George Pickens, and last week, the Muth got Luth on, like, the last drive and was loving every second of it. And I think Kenny Pickett goes back to the well there. I mean, best friend of a, of a rookie uh, quarterback is his tight end. And, you know, Pat Fryermuth is a real damn good friend. Uh, and then, finally, the Panthers at Atlanta. Uh, I mean, shoot, you know, at this point, this is just a, a toss-up game. Who's going to win this game? And at 2,800, that's not a bad toss-up to have the Panthers going up against Atlanta, who's been struggling a little bit as of late, whose coach has shown that even if he is down by 42 points, he wouldn't let Marcus Mariota air raid the ball. So I'm going to go with the Panthers all the way on this one. Plug it in. That is my DFS lineup of the week. All right, guys. Well, that was a freaking marathon of a podcast. Thank you for freaking staying with us. And we're all about the stamina, baby. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go tell my wife that right now. (laughs) I'm all about the stamina, baby. (laughs) But anyway, we're that kind of podcast, but okay. (laughs) We we started started talking about it at the beginning, didn't we? So. We're a late night podcast, Nick. Mm. <laughs> We're all about that life. Late night, all night. We got you covered. But anyways, guys, we wanted to reward you with a little blooper reel from our boy Bandy at Fourth and Flex. I clicked the wrong one. Hello, mate. Oh, hello. Hello, Mike. Hello, Hello. Happy Halloween from all of us here at the podcast. If what you're doing in your fantasy league is is your fantasy team turning into a jar of dirt?
Get on the fucking ground, mate. Over at the Fulton Flex Fantasy Football Podcast, we want to wish you and your loved ones a happy Halloween. That is dedication. That is dedication right there. Why is all the rum gone? (laughs) Uh, All right, guys. Well, like I said, I want to thank you guys for tuning in with us and sticking around with us. Um, Jordan, you're a reigning champion, so I will let you uh, plug your stuff first. Go ahead. This is your minute. Hey, uh, find me at TrueSerumFootball.com on Twitter at TrueSerumFF, all over Facebook with True Serum. If you just type in True Serum, you'll find me somewhere, guaranteed. <laughs> he's, he's on uh, Sunday morning, start sits. Yep. Get on it. Uh, and Adam, thank you for coming in as well. And uh, go ahead, plug your stuff as well, my brother. I have full-time NFL writing. Go to sportskeeda.com slash Adam Hulse. Has all of my articles there. I release 20 to 25 a week, uh, so a ton of content there. Also have my podcast, Sports Talk with Adam Hulse. And follow me on Twitter, at Adam Hulse Sports. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you guys again for coming in. And, Jordan, we will see you next week to defend your title. And, guys, as always, check us out on Sunday. For the Wake Up TSS show. No, you can flex. Don't worry about it. Flex, bro. Flex, bro. Um, this one feels yeah. less fun. Beat by I, fucking I Davis Mills, him. man. Davis <laughs> Mills. Come on now. It doesn't get much worse than that. Uh, imagine if the Raiders got beat by him. They'd be feeling that pain for sure. But anyways, guys, Wake Up TSS. We got the London game, so we will be at you at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's right. Fred will be there, too. He's going to be waking up. Commissioner Cooper will be back, so I don't have to take these hosting duties. And we'll have Greg O.J. Mayer along with Mikey Betts and the whole crew. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we are out. a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.